Hello and welcome to Night Chats. I am your host, Amy. And today, well, actually, it's the night because it is Night Chats and truly I do record at night. We have reached episode two. What? <laughs> that is insane. <laughs> what an achievement uh, for me and just for mankind. I mean, frankly, um, I'm so keen. Um, I've got a cup of tea with me and I've got a quiche with me. That is true. Um, I am going to have a little drink and a little eat as I go, um, which is probably really offensive and illegal on podcasts. That's probably like a pet peeve of like so many people in the world. But I'm just that kind of person. Like I can't function under settings that are not completely relaxed to the point where like I suffer when I teach because I teach singing that's one of my jobs I do suffer that I can't eat and teach singing because <laughs> it's so unprofessional to like be teaching some person how to sing and then you just pull out a sandwich and start munching on it and talking while you're eating like so not okay so um but I often want to I often want to eat and, and teach, but I can't do it. I resist. Um, but I'm at my leisure. This is my podcast and I feel like I'm at my leisure. So I'm going to take, um, I'm going to take the initiative to be one of the only podcasts where you can be completely at your leisure and hopefully it will make everybody feel more relaxed and it won't annoy you and if it annoys anyone listening I'm so so sorry please don't leave and please don't consider us not friends because I'm eating and drinking in your ear <laughs> I'm so sorry okay on to the reason we're here on to tonight's podcast I saw today that Opera Australia uploaded a quiz. The quiz is, which opera are they from? Um, this quiz says, test your operatic knowledge with our character quiz. Can you re remember which characters are from which opera? So I thought, that looks fine. <laughs> that quiz looks I guess, fine enough. And I thought, look, I'll do it so everybody else doesn't have to do it. And the chances of me getting a low mark are extremely, extremely high because we all know me. I don't, I'm the opera singer that doesn't know anything about opera. That's actually, that's my, that's my like, that's on my resume. That's on my singing resume. Um, I tend to not really know that much or, or it's either that either I'm an opera singer that doesn't know anything <sighs> sorry <laughs> uh, I'm an opera singer that doesn't know anything or opera singers and people in opera act like they know everything about opera but they don't necessarily and they're all the same as me I'm not sure maybe the real truth is in the middle somewhere um I do know people that know way more about opera than me and then I also know people that know kind of the same and then I know people that know less but still are doing opera and are still into it so I feel like but definitely there's a there's definitely a culture in opera and in performing and in classical music 
where they'll be like, oh, but you know this Rachmaninoff piece or, you know, but yeah, but you know, like, um, you've heard Be Beethoven's Fidelio, right? And it's like, me, and it's like, if you say you don't or you haven't, it's like, oh, like that's the weird, that's the weird thing though about like pop musicians, mainstream musicians compared to classical musicians. Pop musicians will be like, have you heard this new Justin Bieber song? Someone will say no. And they'll be like, oh, dude, let me link it to you. Done. You know what I mean? And it'll be like a kind of um, uh, friendship, a friendly kind of interaction where it's just like, oh, let me just send this to you. Like, oh, cool. Whereas with classical musicians, it's a little bit different. Like I'll often find people lying. Like, like I'll say to someone like, oh, because you've seen like this opera. And they'll be like, yeah. And I'll be like, right, like, you know, you know this bit when, you know, like, da-da-da. And they'll be like, um, I don't know, like, I'll be like, did you, wait, so have you really seen it? And they'll just be like, oh, like, no, not really. Like, I've heard of it. Like, I know what you're talking, you know, people will in, and that, that I'm not blaming them, but people in the opera industry will kind of bluff a little bit and be like, yeah, yeah, I know. Like, yeah, I know. When they don't really um I don't know why that is there's definitely a stigma with knowledge you it, it, which is like the weirdest thing to me it's like there's less pop in the world and it's okay if you don't know it all and there's heaps more classical music and it's not okay if you haven't heard everything and it's also like this kind of culture would happen at uni when uni students would talk to each other it's like I'm I'm not but back then it's like I'm I'm 19 at uni why would I have heard everything why would I know everything why would I know what you're talking about like you know like I have some friends like I have this one friend that I'm thinking of that really knows like a lot of classical music but that's he's kind of the minority like not everybody knows everything people have different things that they're really into one of my other good friends I'm thinking of he's really into some sort of um Krongold um piano sonatas and you know music like and and it's like particular you can go down particular avenues and get really accustomed to Wagner someone's really into Wagner and they watch all the Wagner operas and they know all his music and they understand it all and they study it and that's like one thing someone's really into Liszt and they love like listening to all that music you know so but the problem is the Wagner person will talk to the Liszt person as though they should know everything about Wagner that they're talking about. So, and that creates a bit of a culture of like exclusivity where people are excluded from the club. Um, and then that just, that just perpetuates um, that feeling of uh, exclusivity for the main to the the main public to the uh the general public the general public already feels excluded from opera and when people are like that to do with opera it then just um confirms that feeling of of being excluded which is really bad for opera in general for classical music in general for classical musicians uh, in general, you know, you have to, it does get to that point though, when you talk to people at the con 
or um, at other places, like at institutes and different places, where they'll talk to you in a way and your response really like sometimes my response, I want to say, I don't say this, but I want to say like, you know, this isn't the 1880s, right? Like, I don't know that. Like, I don't know everything you're talking about. It Like, you can send it to me, link it to me, educate me on it, like help me understand. But it's not the 1880s. You know, Bellini isn't alive literally now and like the latest pop music is Bellini's latest operas. And like, we're watching them and like, we're... We know all about it. It's like, I don't, I don't know. Like you do have to deep dive to learn about classical music and to learn opera. You do need to go on the Mets, um, the Mets, uh, live streaming. You do have to just like take time to watch and understand stuff. There isn't a channel on TV that's like the latest hits or something and it shows like the latest hits of opera or whatever you know what i mean you know what i'm saying and this brings me to a point and i am sorry i am ranting and we are going to get to this quiz but this does bring me to a point that i did want to talk about on this podcast and that was that when i first went to the music institute that I went to in Australia um, to study opera, to study music, the first singing teacher that I had in, I think, I believe, the first ever singing lesson that we had. So it was kind of a big deal. And I was very nervous, very excited to be there. And one of the things she said to me is congratulations on getting into this institution and welcome to the world of opera and classical music. You're very lucky to be here because this is an elitist art form. That was literally what was said to me by this opera teacher. This is not just normal singing. Not she was like it wasn't. It's not just whatever. It's not easy. It's not. This is an elitist form of art. It is the top form of art. Now, the, those are two very different things. Okay, do I think opera is the top form of art? Heck yeah, I'm an opera singer. <laughs> I love it. I like it. I love singing opera. Like it's it's what I'm into. Do I think it's a top form of singing? Absolutely. I think it uh, incorporates uh, the entirety of your voice at all times. You hit extreme high notes. You hit extreme low notes. My singing teacher, this you know, my sing- my current singing teacher says operas like the Olympics. Other things are like you know singing. But then opera is like going to the Olympics for singing. Like it is the hardest. Like it is the hardest. But that has nothing to do with the elite. That has nothing to do with elite people. It has nothing to do with wealth. It has nothing to do with being above anybody else. That's my problem. And 
you know, I was also told by another, another teacher who was my, um, theater studies teacher or something like that, that, you know, opera is for rich people to enjoy, da, 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 da. It's just, it's all rubbish and it's not where opera started and it's not where opera has been this whole time and it's not where opera should go. Um, and it's, there's a very big difference between doing something well and then it, something being an elitist art form. That's just, ew, that's gross to me. That's actually gross. And, and Mozart would completely disagree. Like his stories were, his stories were pretty simple and it was all just like, lol, the maid's hot and trying to get with some guy. Like, it's like, it's all very like accessible and, and audiences would laugh and just would love it. Just general public. Mm. I don't know. I just think, ah, uh, that doesn't really work for me. That doesn't really make sense to me. And... Yeah, I I get that it that it became elite because opera singers and everything would become really rich and famous like in the in like you know back in the day in different periods of time opera singers would become famous and rich and you know Nellie Melba would hang out with the royal family she would have a she had like an affair with like the prince of France or something like before they um or just just after they um <sighs> What do they do? What's, you know, what's it called? Damn it. What's it called when you, like, they became a republic? A, a democracy? I don't know. You know how they don't have royals anymore? They abolished that. I don't know. You know, and anyway, he was, he had to flee the country because they decided they wanted to not have a royal family anymore. You know what I mean? You guys know what I'm saying. I got, I feel so dumb. <laughs> um, That's why opera's for me. It's for dumb people. No, I'm kidding. But for real you know that's i feel like i've said it yeah i feel i feel like i've said it elitist creeps me out it's re you know it's there's so many problems with that and there's so many problems with with that concept that we're seeing repercussions of today the fact that people have mindsets like that we're seeing the repercussions in the opera industry um for having mentalities like that basically we're paying for it so on that really cheerful note. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. On that really cheerful note, my quiche is getting cold. But let's let's do this. We're going to do this quiz. Hold on. Let me get my... Let me move my color pencils. I was doing some art. And so I need to move my art supplies. My art supplies. Um, out of the way. Okay. So, here we go. I've clicked enter and we are at question one. Uh, okay, so they've said, let's start with a relatively easy one, okay? <laughs> I already know none of these are going to be easy for me. Okay. Susanna Cherubina, Carabina, so sorry, Carabina. Don Basilio and Dr. Bartolo are from which opera? I know that Susanna and Carabino are from the marriage of Figaro. I don't I don't know who Don Basilio and Dr. Bartolo are. I'm presuming they're from the same one. They're obviously all from the same one. 
Um, I don't remember those names, but I d have seen Marriage of Siguro, so I'm going to put that one in. Click. Great start. Okay, does that mean I got it right? Wonderful. These are the characters. Great start. These are the characters from Marriage of Figaro. Okay, yay! And they have a picture of them when they did it at OA. That is awesome. I have a huge crush on the girl that did it at the Met. What is her name? Who played Carabino at the Met. It's just crazy how good she was. What is her name? I'm literally going to look it up. Carabino. I need to look her up because she's so good. Um, who is it? You know, you guys know who I'm talking about. It's that girl. She's a mezzo. Yeah, there's like all these pictures of her. What is her name? She's so good. She's also like, she was so hot as Carabino. Like she killed it. Okay, who, who are you? I'm going on all these websites trying to find who this woman is. And then like, she was like a woman and like, I watched another opera, I think it was um, The Barber of Seville. And she was like, here she is. Leonard. Her last name is Leonard. What is her first name, guys? What is her first name? Isabel Leonard. Okay. Isabel Leonard. Okay. She's amazing. And her acting as Carabino was amazing. And then she like, and who have I got here who's doing it OA? This is, um, oh, I know this girl. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What is her name? Ah, oh, she's a mezzo too. She worked with Marie Ryan at the Sydney Conservatory of Music, I believe. Um, oh, Anna Dowsley. Anna Dowsley? I think this is Anna Dowsley here dressed up as Carabino. She would have been great. I've not seen that production. Anywho, Isabel Leonard, I then later saw her in Don Giovanni or something. And I was like devastated that she was in a dress and like being a woman. Cause I was like, oh, okay, you're a woman. But I was just like, put, just put on your Carabino costume, behave like Carabino for the rest of your life and we can get married. Like I was in love with her Carabino. Like I was seriously obsessed. Like it was like too hot. She was too hot as a guy. Like it was weird. And then when you see her as a woman, you're like, no, go back. That's not right. Okay, here we go. Next question. In which Verdi opera would you find Leonora Azucena, Manrico, and Count de Luna? Oh my gosh. Wait, I think it's Il Trovatore. The Force of Destiny I've never seen, but I really want to see. It's not Aida and it's not Traviata, so it has to be Il Trovatore. The Troubadour. Correct. 
Enrico Caruso, who we love, Caruso is bay here at Night Chats, once said, all you need for a successful performance of Il Trovatore is the four greatest singers in the world. These are the roles you need them in. Oh, that's so true. And he would be the basic, he is the greatest tenor in the world. Like, he just is that. Was that, is that, like, 100%. I love that he can say stuff like that and literally be talking about himself. <laughs> I can imagine being at that level of fame where it's like, I'm actually talking about myself here. Okay. Number three, what would you be watching if these characters showed up on stage? Gilda. Guys, okay. I was talking to my friend Sandra, my one of my best friends, about this. Is it Gilda or Gilda? Help me help. I've even seen Rigoletto and I like don't even remember what happened. Like I remember what happened, but I don't remember <laughs> whether they said Gilda or Gilda. And I've like literally no caranome, like the back of my hand. Caranome kel mia car. Um, Guys, help me, Gilda Gilda, Madalena, the Duke of Mantua, and Sparafucile. Um, that is just because of Gilda or Gilda, it is Rigoletto. Um, boom. If you want to be completely, I got that right. Oh, thank goodness. In case anyone's wondering, because I'm terrible. Um... If you ever want to see something really naughty, I recommend you look up Pavarotti Rigoletto Quartet um, and you're going to find Joan Sutherland and what is her, who is the opera singer I'm thinking of? Uh, Shirley Verrett? Or so, uh, maybe not. Someone like that. It's not Leontine Prize. Um, have a look. Look it up on YouTube and she is wearing... The woman who plays the whore, prostitute. Oh, great. A fly landed in my tea and is now drowned to death. I love that. I love that for me. On an evening. Um, I recommend looking her up um, because the woman who's playing the whore the prostitute or the wench maybe it's the bar wench i can't remember she is looking wow like it's just wow you just have to see it she's in a corset and like whoa my question is are those real like whoa so check that out very entertaining um maybe if you're a boy maybe you don't want to check it out because maybe you want to stay pure i understand that too okay and i respect that I respect that. But if you're a girl or you're a girl that is not interested in women, have a look at that so you can be like, oh my gosh, what? The spectacle. The spectacle. Okay. Question number four. That was random. Okay. Question number four. Which Benjamin... Uh-oh. All right. Um, uh, I'm in trouble. Which Benjamin Britten opera named after its main character? Okay. Also features Sid, Nancy, Florence Pike, and Miss Woodsworth. I have no idea. I don't... I've never seen a Benjamin Britten opera. But... Oh. This is going to be hard. Peter Grimes, Billy Budd. I'm going to go with Peter Grimes. It's the only one I... I've heard of Billy Budd. Paul Bunyan. 
I know Peter Grimes because people are always like, I'm always like, what are you doing when I was at uni? And they're like, the Peter Grimes duet. You know? You know what I mean? Does anyone else do that? Have that? You have that friend that's always just like, I'm doing the Peter Grimes duet. What are you singing? The Peter Grimes duet. Okay, I'm going to click Peter Grimes. Oh, my first mistake. Oh, <laughs> nope. You'll find these characters in Loxford, a fictitious village in East Suffolk, where you'll also find Albert Herring. Wait, what was the right answer? Oh, okay. It's just moved straight on to the next question. Can I go back and find out anything? So what was the right answer? Does it not say? Okay. Weird. Moving on. Okay. Weird. Okay. Question number five. Here's one for the Wagner nuts. Okay, I'm going to be in trouble. Sigmund, Wotan, Hunding, and Fricka are from which opera? Um, well, I know Wotan's in, like, lots of them. So, oh, Frick is, like, in one. She in, like, two of the ring cycle? Hunding and Sigmund. I have to, like, maneuver my cup so that the fly isn't where I'm going to drink from. Yeah, I'm still drinking my tea with a fly in it. It just gets to that point when you just get that many flies. You're just like, I'm not letting go of my tea. Okay. I managed. Um, okay. I know it's not Lohengrin. Because that's not... Th these characters are from the ring cycle. Right? So I know it's not Lohengrin. Die Valkyrie. Valkyrie? Is that how you say it? Valkyrie? Um, uh, maybe Das Rheingold. Maybe, I know that's the first one, right? Goethe Dammerung. Goethe Dammerung. Um, I have no idea. Um, I don't think it's the Valkyrie. I remember that's the one. No, maybe it is. Okay, okay. Um, I'm gonna guess Das Rheingold. I don't know why. I'm just gonna do it. Please be right. Ah, uh, wrong. These characters all appear in the Valkyrie. Damn it. Damn it. The second opera of Wagner's Ring Cycle. Oh, that's so sad. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Laka, Steva, and Kostelnica are from which Czech opera? The Bartered Bride. Okay, that's not Czech, is it? Yenufa. Rusalka Kata Kabanova. Okay, here's my thing. I only know Rusalka, and I've only ever seen half of Rusalka. <laughs> I'm gonna get to the second half. Actually, I might watch the second half tonight. I was really enjoying it. It's the it's literally the Little Mermaid. No one talks about that. No one goes like when you're like, oh, what happens in Rusalka? Everyone's like, oh, well, like it's like. Just say it's the it's exactly the Little Mermaid. If I ever did Rusalka, mark my words. If I ever did Rusalka, I would force them to give me a tail. If I could, if I had that ability, 
Because I'd be like, it's literally The Little Mermaid. You're going to get more people in to see the opera if you put me in a tail and you make it The Little Mermaid. I mean, it is. And then we just do the same role. I mean, I know that she's like a water nymph, but like, come on. Okay. I'm going to say Rasalka because it's the only one I know, but I have no memory of any of their names except Rasalka. No, because there's like a water. Oh, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to do Rasalka, but I think it's wrong. Yeah, I thought so. These are characters from Janacek's Janufa. Okay, well, I would have got that wrong anyway because I would have picked the other one. Okay. I'm learning. I've never even heard of Janufa. Yanufa. Wow. I've literally never even heard of Yanufa. There you go. I'm learning. I was going to say, like, I'm pretty sure the characters in Rasalka are just, like, the, um, the water god. And then, like, nymphs. And then, like, a prince. Like, it's not even, like, names. Is it names? I'm just trying to think. Oh, yeah, because then there's, like, there's, like, an evil witch in it that's, like, Yerubaba. Yerjababa. She's, like, the witch who transforms her. Anyway, guys, what could I do? I didn't have a choice. I had to just pick... I just had to pick Rasalka. It's the only Czech opera I know. It was the only thing a respectable person could do. Okay, we're on seven, guys. We're back to Wagner. More Wagner. In which opera would you find Gernemann's Titterel Gun? Oh, Kundry and Klingsor. I know this one. I know this one. I know Kundry. I know Kundry. That's a dope opera. Now I need to work out which one it was. <laughs> damn it. Now I need to remember which one it was. Oh, damn it. Okay, Kundry's dope. She's like evil and good at the same time. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Wait. Lohengrin has Elsa in it. Okay, guys. Lohengrin has Elsa and like a and like a prince whose name is Lohengrin. So that's out. Das Rheingold's a ring cycle. That's out. Okay. We have Tannhäuser and we have Parsifal. Damn it. I think it's Parsifal. Oh, I think it's Parsifal. I don't know. I can't remember. One of them has like Venus in it and then and starts with Venus and the other one has Kundry in it and has like a dying king. And it starts with like Kundry and she's like, she like gets, she like rides on a horse and like, you know what I mean? She like brings messages and then she actually like works for the devil. Like it's a really, really cool opera. But am I talking about Parsifal or am I talking about Tannhäuser? No, no, no. Is Tannhäuser the one with Elizabeth in it? And there's like a prince? I think that's Tannhäuser, right? Okay, okay. Okay, I'm going to pick Parsifal. Wow, this is like actually... <laughs> this is like revving me up so much. D. Oh! With a picture of Jonas Kaufman. Hell yeah. Yep. You sure know your Wagner. Well, thank you so much. Like, that's such a compliment. Like, I deserve it. I heaps deserve it. So thank you. Okay, amazing. Ah! Uh, uh, okay. 
I'm relieved. I'm relieved. I'm just like looking around my room and I'm just like, I mean my studio, of course. I'm looking around my studio and I'm just seeing packets of junk food that I've eaten in the past. And I'm just like, wow, I really need to clean up my act. Anywho, moving on. Okay. For the Belcanto experts, that's me. <laughs> that is flipping me. Which opera features Lisa, Amina, Elvino, and Count Rodolfo? Um. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I know Norma. And obviously they're not going to say Norma, so that because that will give it away. I don't think it's an it's Norma. I'm trying to think. Um, wait, let me let me get comfortable. This is this this quiz is like this quiz is a thing. Hold on. Okay. All right. Um, let me bring my quiche to me. I'm not even eating my quiche, but just the fact that it's close by <laughs> is helpful to me. Okay. Just knowing that it's there. You know what I mean? Okay. Let's see. <sighs> Look, I don't think it's, I don't think it's Norma. Just because I feel like I would remember Norma's, like, maid's name, even though I don't remember it. I feel like I would remember if I saw it. <laughs> oh, I hope it's not Norma. La Sonambula. I've not seen. Isn't that terrible? I'm going to see it very soon with my best friend. So I will know all about it. E Puritani, again, I started watching it. I can't remember what happened. Semiramide. I've seen the name. Don't know it. Never seen it. Lisa Amina. No idea. Is it La Sonambula? Who are the main characters? You know what? I'm going to presume it's La Sonambula. Because it's like Amina is the main character, right? You know what? I'm just going to click. Yeah, I think it's that. Count Rodolfo. I don't know. We're going to click on it. That's right. Okay. Yes. Amina is the sleepwalker referred to in the title. Oh, okay, great. I thought she was. And here they have Emma Matthews dressed up as Amina. I really, really want to see La Sonamala because I know that, you know, it's one of P Bellini's favorite or one of the favorite operas of Bellini. And um, I really want to see... Um, and I know that, you know, Maria Malibran and Maria Callas and like heaps of people. Well, I don't know about heaps of people, but the, those opera singers, they made their um, careers or s at least started their careers, but definitely kind of made their careers on Amina from La Sonambula. It's kind of iconic. It's really iconic. So like I read overdue. I need to see it. I know a lot of the arias from it, but like I need to get to see that thing. Okay. Which opera features these fabulously written characters? Leonore, Floristan, and Rocco. 
trouble i i know there's a leonore i know that i'm aware is she from don carlos is she from the force of destiny is she from fidelio or is she from nabucco i don't know i'm for some reason i'm putting it with the force of destiny i'm gonna click on that oh it's fidelio okay whoops not seeing it not seen it need to see it these are the characters from beethoven's only opera i didn't know that fidelio Ooh, i'm going to opera hell let's see if let's see if maybe i won't let's see okay okay this is the last question question number 10 look out let's finish was with one of the most popular operas of all time which opera features Dan Cairo? What? Dan Cairo? Fresquita? Fresquita? Mercedes? And Remendado? I'm going to go ahead and presume Carmen. That has Mercedes and Fresquita in it, doesn't it? But I don't know the other people. We've got a lot of options. We've got Butterfly, Traviata, Bohem, Barbara Seville, Tosca. But it's Carmen. I'm going to give it Carmen. Please be Carmen. Did the Spanish names give it away? Um, yeah, kind of. Of course, these are the characters from Carmen. Submit. Okay, that's not great. <laughs> that's not amazing that's not amazing I could and I should have done better than that I'm gonna try I'm gonna try harder in future I'm gonna try harder next time um in fact I'm, I I feel so chastised I'm gonna go watch an opera now I need to I need to get my lift up my opera game I think it's worth it um, for me. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to go watch an opera. I recommend everybody go watch an opera, lift up your game, probably mostly me. Um, I'm definitely not going to share that other than with the entire world by this podcast. So there you have it. There you have it. Thank you so much for listening. This was episode two of Night Chats. Thank you so much for spending your evening. Oh, sorry about that. Thank you so much for spending your evening with me. I hope you have a wonderful evening and I will see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. <laughs>